Hi, this is Shaylin Hudson. I make candles for street for scene creations, and the price is anywhere from three to eight dollars. If you'd like to contact me about purchasing any, you could call me at 907-401-1095. You have a Facebook page? No? Hello and welcome to Horror After Hours. Coming to you from the Naughty Guy studio, I am of course your host, the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Joining me tonight on this very special episode is my good friend, Sean. Welcome back, Sean. Welcome back to Horror After Hours. Hello. Hey, nice to be here. Yeah, Sean. Sean Shakley here. Uh, seen from down below, from but from way up high. It's from what I got told. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're kind of just catching up with Sean tonight. Uh, just a few questions, like, uh, can you tell me some of your favorite horror movies when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. Well, there's several. Um, I don't know where to start, but I, I must say, yeah, I'd have to look back at one of the few where the greatest, if I'd have to choose, would be like the original um, Night of the Living Dead. But then it, it progressed and it got really different, dark. So there's two different ones that I remember vaguely growing up was a um, return of the living dead so unbeknownst to me there's two different versions but then there's like kind of open the same people that were in there the one was where they actually lost um a thing over and the kids found it the the thing broke open and here it was crazy um to me it was like honestly it was really horrific but there was some comedy now that i think back i mean i never forget it coming to where um, brains. You definitely have to have brains. And then the kids slashed <laughs> it. Well, so much for brains. <laughs> and the doc, everyone, they were they were all good about it. You know, they were like, you have to have brains to live. And I don't have any. <laughs> but I, I'll never forget. So the guys that were actually doing the Crypt Keeper, I mean, they were in there trying to steal and stuff from different bodies and all. They actually stabbed. And I don't know why, but this is the part I thought was funny in the horror movie. It stabbed one of the zombies or the, the dead people in the head. But then it spoke. You see, it's like a country girl, get the damn screwdriver out of the head. Yep, and that was <laughs> Return of the Living Dead 2. Yeah, see, so the, I'm going to have, yeah, so the other one was Return of the Living Dead. Um, the one I remember, the other one I was thinking was uh, when the kids were in the park and it started raining and, oh, that was crazy. That it was, was the like. One. That, that was a that was a weird yep. one. A very no. very fun movie. Good movies. A lot yeah. of gore. A lot of a lot of crazy. Yeah. Stupid now I'm sayings. like a firm believer <laughs> on like gore. More gore the better. But it is like as a kid growing up. There, I mean, some of them, man, it's just like, <gasps> you know, should we watch it? No, it shouldn't watch it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there were there was um. Oh, what what other ones am I trying to think? If I had to choose, because there's well, a lot talk, of good ones. You talk quite a bit about. Uh, like the Resident Evil movies, I know you like those. Oh yeah, so that, that was a, that was because I the funny backstory and that long story short was like a big gamer. I mean, I did, and I was like, wow, no Resident Evil. I've seen uh, you know them do more Mortal Kombat and stuff, 
but them to go and make that movie and it's like the jump you can see a little bit of what they were doing between like the mind maggots going up to being as big um so when they came out with part three they actually had nemesis so i'm like whoa my god nemesis run dude <laughs> See, I was a big gamer too. Oh I mean, my god! But I, did I started really... playing the original Resident Evil on the PS One. Oh wow! That was the most phenomenal game ever made. But the game and the movie had nothing to do with each other. No, that, that's the funny thing. It was like, it, it, it was it was awesome though. I mean, just to go in to see and then being able to see, even though you know you, you can look uh, whatever they call that day. Oh, I'm not really familiar with it. You know how where you can have people talk. What do they call that now? Uh, commentary. Commentaries. Commentary. Yes. So unbeknownst to me, it was like if at first they didn't imagine it to blow out where it was, about like the budget where they were, and then it took off from there. They, and then they made part two, and then all the way up to Afterlife, the end of the, whatever the final one was. And that's funny you should say that because this past Halloween, I lucked out. I got like. All of them, every single, the final chapter, and I was like, wow. No. Pretty interesting. When it came to the movies, the ones I enjoyed were the animated movies. Ooh. Now, those were awesome. Yeah. There was Degeneration, Damnation, and the third one, I cannot remember off the top of my head. But they were awesome. Mm. They followed a lot more of the storyline of the games, and the animation was pretty awesome. I mean, mm. just the movies were really good, really mm. well done. Now, the uh, the live-action movies, they were good for action movies. Uh, the first one was awesome because I loved it. I mm. mean, that one was scored by Marilyn Manson. Oh, uh, yeah. And you can tell. I mean, there's a big difference in the music on that compared to, like, part two, part three, um, oh, yeah, two, definitely. whatever. But I really enjoyed the animated ones a lot more than the live-action. No, this is true. Um when it's like just up until like last year i saw my first one i can't quote for which one it is too because i mean it was like one of the the few that i've seen and it was pretty interesting i mean it, it, it did it followed more you know because you're looking and it's cool because you get to see actually leon mm -hmm. then you get to see uh ada wong and but Jill then Valentine. the little girl the little girl i'm like yep. wow oh my god just seeing them all interact do whatever and then they they made the story because in the actual animated movie, they some of them had like this thing where they lost kind of a little bit of their memory where I saw in the movie, but the animated are like, oh, boof, and then it kicked over and it's like, oh, I know, and then you just see them battle the actual zombies and stuff. That was pretty cool. Now, the first game, that one was really cool because they introduced <clears throat> so many different creatures that nobody had ever seen before. Mm. Uh, one of the hardest creatures to kill in that game was the... Uh, the hunter. It oh, looked wow. like a giant frog, like a cross between a man and a frog. They had these long claws. One swipe, they can kill you. Wow. And they could jump, you know, 20 feet in the air. <laughs> so they were really hard to kill. And you get, you start having to face them about halfway through the game. Mm -hmm. And it's just scary. You hear their, their screech, and you know, oh, shit, man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> right. And the game was set up so perfectly that. Every time you go through a door, it's like the screen is black, and then you see the door, and then the door opens slowly, and it's got this eerie creak and everything. To it. And it totally set the mood, so 
I'm still getting chills from that too. <laughs> when fun? I first started playing that, I we played it in the dark, and oh, man. holy cow, creepy. that was intense. <laughs> no, go ahead. You were... oh yeah yeah. So uh, I I did. What's funny still to this day, I have not. I'd, I've had PlayStation, PlayStation twos, and now I'm like on a PlayStation four, and I'm sticking with that. But I have not been able to beat part one. Oddly enough, I played a little bit of part two. But when it got to three nemesis, oh man, it was like, I, I was into it, was checking out, and then definitely it was like scary because it's same nighttime, you're playing high school, and it's like you didn't want to sleep until like the sun come up because man, all you saw, <laughs> you know, same thing, you're coming down the corridor, yeah. but the nemesis, and like, oh, you, even if you took a quad shot missile launcher and tried shooting them, it took a lot just to end like, no, please, <laughs> you're running. Because it's not like that only him being able to swipe at you, but he had a minigun, but in the other part, he had like this missile launcher that can shoot at you. I'm like, that's no fair. Where are you getting all this, this rounds, you know, <laughs> yep. firing at me? Yep. And I think the cool part about playing that is like the other half is like you can definitely unlock all these different things. That's why I like part three better. I'm glad they revised and remastered each one of them. But um, once you beat the game initially, they unlocked the missionary game to where you can go through. And it's cheesy kind of because, you know, you get three or four of them running after you. You have to get to checkpoints. You get to checkpoints and then you get more. But um, it's like once you're done, you can actually go and purchase. Like when you get to your first uh, initial box right before the police station, you definitely you get... Um, you can get a quad pack missile launcher, unlimited rounds. You can get like a minigun, unlimited rounds, and other stuff, even key cards. So that's the cool part. Yeah, all those games are <clears throat> a lot of fun. And, and yeah, so just, just um, what, it, what, what I learned about a month ago is they revised. So I actually was trying to play, they have part three, but I was trying part two. And I guess they have the big, huge cloak guy. Mm -hmm. I get just to the end, and I can't beat it because I'm like, oh my god! Well, I didn't manage to before then to put all the different um, gunpowders and stuff mixed together. Now that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish I knew then. <laughs> I got there and I'm like, well, I'm gonna hand whip you with. <laughs> Can you take this? And he's like, hit you, hit you, you're dead. I'm like, oh my god! I'll try again. Boom! Oh no! And then here it goes to the scene. I'm like. Well, I'm going to throw something at you, man. <laughs> wow. Now, I had every one of the Resident Evil games that were available for the GameCube back in the day. Wow. And That's I beat nice. every one of them. Those were, man, I got so hooked into Resident Evil, I couldn't stop playing. Right. I had to have every game, and that also includes... Um, there was one called Code Veronica X. That, originally that was a had, good death. Yeah. That one originally came out on the Dreamcast. Mm. Now, that game was pretty long. It was a lot of fun. It was really hard. The animation was different. The guns were different. But uh, I remember beating the Tyrant, who was like, supposed to be the final boss. Ooh. And then I thought I made it to the end. It's like, well, the game was kind of short. And then it said second beginning. I'm like, holy right. shit! <laughs> right. What the hell? Right. So it it oh, really turned out to be a great game. Wow. There was so much more to it that I didn't know. But, you know, I beat all the games in the series, including Zero, which was probably the hardest. Ooh. 
except for I think I have not played six, seven, or eight yet. Or, you know, that's the weird part. Uh, if you play six, from what I gather, okay, so they gone from where they were, the actual zombies, to where they have that little thing from mm -hmm. the movie. So um, I, I haven't initially, but my friends did, and their, their game played, you can play, you can go through it. But the cool part is there's another one where you're running, you're running, you're constantly, and you can actually finally beat to where you run away from all the zombies, but it's constantly after you, and you got to get to the airplane, boom, you're off, you're gone, yes. Then they get nuked. But the, the other one is like you can actually have a multiplayer. You can play with your friends online or two players playing, and it's neat because uh, to me it's different. Uh, you got like a guy who's really good with hand-to-hand, -hand. You got a person that's really good with the guns and stuff, and you're limited at first, but they're sweeps. So mm -hmm. that you know, when you're in a parking lot, you're running around, but they know they'll come at you. You got big cops and all these other things, and then mine rippers, and it, it's actually pretty good. I wasn't very good at it, but I mean, just to sit and watch them, like, wow, this is really cool. Whole new level for Resident Evil. Yeah. Now, the way they revamped the games, it's pretty impressive. I mean, they've got 4K graphics. The gameplay has been a lot smoother. The they've updated the weapons, which mm -hmm. is awesome. I love it. The series is back where it should be. I ain't gonna lie, but the, the, <laughs> the one I got for the PlayStation Four, I mean, it, it, it's definitely different. Um, the one that I do have, um, it, I don't know. It, you, you'll definitely have to check it out. But for the PlayStation, I think it's neat because they have a VR version. I'm like. You see them on YouTube and stuff, and I have yet to get it, only due to the fact because it's like, well, the VR is going to cost another $399, but they said it's worth it because um, from what I gather, it's like there you are, you're in there, the thing's all closed in your eyes, but you move your head, it's like moving your controller, and then you're moving the controller. Hmm. So it's like, if you thought you had nightmares before. <laughs> 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 Me as an adult, I'm looking, because you watch the gameplay, and you're going, do, oh my God, I mean, like around the corner, you want to slap the zombie. <laughs> you're like, you scared me. Very cool. Man. Right? It's definitely, it's, it's a must. I mean, I don't remember which one it was, but I know I, I do have it. For, I think it's seven, if I remember correctly. But I, I have that. And it's, the gameplay, it seems, it, it's a really long story plot, but it's definitely worth it because. Um, not like to, to uh, oh, what is that, be, oh, to, to mess the story plot, but I guess there's several ways you can, the outcome, mm -hmm. you do either way, so I mean, it, I'd, I'd recommend it for any game player out there. So you develop the story as you go along. Yeah, as you, and it can You kind of choose your own adventure. Yeah, that's the weird part. You go in there, and it's, to me, both the, it, it's never the same way twice. I mean, some of the some of the actual figuring out the stuff and going through is like all right, but well, I mean, you you write it, you you get in there and it's like wow, well, do I I do save go this way or do I you know I mean it's pretty neat, it's awesome. That is cool. It actually sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, the, the other parts is hard. So I mean, I, I didn't get playing one through three and all that and unlocking stuff. Um, so there's as far as the spoiler goes. I have not been able to do it because it definitely said not on hardcore, but.
But it, they said that without saving, if you can beat the game with two hours and 30 minutes, <laughs> which all we know, everybody out there, it's hard. I, I mean, I see nephews do it, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll just, I'm good. But it's funny because when you get to the end, you beat it, you can actually unlock this little, it's a blade. So you imagine it's like a handheld, like a buzzsaw. Yeah. And you can like totally just, and it won't run out of anything. It's unbreakable, but you can just go up and kill the zombies like. Now that's cool. It's pretty neat. So are there any other movies that you've been watching lately that? Ooh, I, I don't know. As far as lately, I, I think the the Curse of La Lora. I don't know. Curse I, of La Llorona. That was it. That was it. I, I couldn't. For all those out there, I may speak Spanish, Taco Bell, burrito, enchilada, but <laughs> I think so, right? I mean, I get as far as say, lo siendo, you hablar españoli. No. <laughs> Which means absolutely nothing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so I, it, it, it was new to me. But, I mean, I, you know, the, a lot of the older ones, I'm, I'm having to look back. I mean, you, you can't beat the older. Um, I know they're revising, redoing, like, a lot of movies. Like, ultimately, I can look back as a kid because I'm looking at the Friday the 13th stuff. That you can't beat any of those. But... I'm thinking what I haven't seen forever. Psycho. Now that's a weird one. I just that's funny you should bring that up because just recently Bruce and I did a uh, little take on that movie. Wow, there you go. And I have all four of the original movies now. Wow, that's pretty neat. So we did a podcast where we kind of touched on both uh, Psycho and Last House on the Left. Oh wow! Both the original movies. So that's pretty neat. No, because I remember vaguely as a kid, it was like just watching, it was curious. You see something up at the hotel, and then it's the funny part. Heaven forbid for a younger kid, like I can see looking back as a young Sean, smiling, shaking my head. <laughs> Are they going to Super 8? No, I don't want to go to the hotel. <laughs> I mean, even just, um, you imagine at nighttime, <clears throat> you're going downtown just because they get the, the parents knew where everything was. And you imagine they were going to leave you. And it's like, wow, you can tell where the office is, but you're at the Driftwood. And I'm like, no, please don't leave me. <laughs> I can just see, I feel somebody's looking at me. <laughs> yeah, there are some really ingenious things about the movie cycle. Right? It's just, it's it's different back then. But I mean, it was, that was quality horror flick. I mean, it was like, wow, what really? Yeah, and well, it, it twisted because you figure what would be you get the killer, but then you're looking, and I'm like, wow, wait, what, there's more to this story. By today's standards, the movie's pretty tame. And they also, uh, what did they say? The movie is not really considered a horror flick. Wow. They consider that one a thriller. Oh, you will However, like that. However, uh, Psycho spawned the slasher genre. Ooh. If uh, there was no... Psycho movie, there would be no Halloween, no Friday the 13th. Ooh, that's true. No Nightmare on Elm Street. All of this stuff. That Ooh. all stemmed from Psycho. Wow, who knew? And that's pretty good because there's others. I mean, oh, there's a who lot would have known what, um, I still know what you did last summer. That was or fun I to watch. always know what you started. But here's the funny fact. Okay, this is funny. Then many years ago, and then not many people know this, and I'm reaching out to say that now. I'm looking back, I was logging, and I was down in Washington, but I kid you not, one of the funny jobs that I've ever had, you imagine little Sean, 
working at a carnival, and I know I probably brought this up like you know a while ago, but we when were de- showing ever a little. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe when I was born, the six pounds eleven ounces. I can hear dads and uncles. What happened? <laughs> I mean, who knew? What you get fried bread? You get rice? Oh man! And you can put rice with everything. I mean, we I, we were just looking at that on Facebook. I'm thinking, wow. Hot dogs, beans, rice, and then most of my friends. It was funny. I put on the wall. You can choose either who who's democratic or whatever. But I said, well, what about this? Cornbread and chili, or rice and chili, and it's surprising. Most everybody. Oh well, cornbread. I'm like, um, and then my friends that I grew up with in Huna. <laughs> what are you going to do with rice and? Cor-? I'm like, what, really? I mean, everyone from Huna, we. <laughs> Rice with everything. That's how we were at Met, too. <laughs> oh, man. But That's yeah, how I grew up. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, now I got off subject. I, oh, yeah. down the carnival. Yep. So we, we were. We were actually in two movies. So this is the funny part. This one, really? this one is what I think is cool, talking about the scary movies. We were actually in The Ring 2, and we were actually in I Still Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Really? I kid you not. You go on there, you look at the trailer. What's funny is it was filmed in, and I never forget it, but the year I can't, I didn't strongly, I can't, I can only see it. It was 2000 something, but um, we were down in Phoenix, Arizona, and we set up, it was supposed to be one of the biggest park things, and we were only there to help. We set the tilt, we set the scooters, we set stuff up in a big gondola. So it's weird. It's a two-trailer ride, but you definitely put it from from like beginning to end to where it goes. Putting bonnets up, putting you know the skirting and everything. But anyway, in the in the opening bit from the trailer, you can see our wheel. And we were told when we got there, it didn't it didn't matter to me because I was being chipped back up to Snohomish, Washington. But there they said, well, you're gonna be out of the way. You're going to be looking, and they're going to film. Don't talk to the people because they're going to have questions and stuff. But they have another person who's actually wearing a shirt like you who's an actor, and they're going to look like they would be running the ride. I'm like, wow. But in the ring, too, I feel bad because <clears throat> the part in there, um, it was like where the, the kid was tripping out, and he's in the bathroom, and he's taking pictures, and you can see like this shadow thing coming, and the mom's outside. Well, we then with uh, David's Amusement Cascadia that was out of Portland, um, they, you can hear the jolly choo-choos, but you really, if you pause it just right, you can actually make out the shirt. And they were black at the time because he's um, a CDL driver. But you can see the kids coming up, going right back in on the, the little, and it, they were little jolly choo-choos. They were choo-choos that spun around. and. Hmm. You can hear it too in the background. The kids going to the bathroom. Don't be long now, whatever. Oh my god, that's annoying. (laughs) But it it was pretty pretty neat. And the only sad part that I remember is um, he was an actual father um, of one of like one of my friend coworkers down there. But the father he he's long gone. He um, he committed suicide. But Paul Fitzwater Jr. has been doing um, the CDL driving now. He doesn't for a carnival, but he does down south, like delivering, you know, like 
odds and ends, different stuff. Like one year he said, yeah, you ain't going to believe it. I, I'm shipping the sparkling cider. I'm like, well, you better get that to the next spot because at Christmas I'm looking to get a case. <laughs> <laughs> might take two. <laughs> might take two. I'm not driving. <laughs> and he goes, you know they're non-alcoholic. I know. <laughs> I told him, I don't drink. He goes, really? Any more, any less than I used to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. Right? Now, the other thing is, uh, coming from a Native community, you understand this one. No, me, I don't drink. I guzzle. Oh, yeah. See, in our village, <laughs> we, we ain't going to lie. We, we tell them like it is. They said, you, you, you drink? It's like, no. And they look at you like, what, really? I slam sip or guzzle. <laughs> I, I don't take sips. I count bubbles. Right? Oh, my God. I was there, too. Oh, my. Never forget the year. Oh, my God. We're, we're there at the house. And it, here I'm I'm just not getting where I'm comfortable and hanging out with the boys again. But we I know we're no spring chicken. We're playing low man. And, oh, my God, they have a big half gallon of Monarch vodka. And then they, oh, they were taking bubbles. <laughs> then we're going to back to the bubble factor. They rolled low man. They looked at me and said, you're low man. I'm like, okay. So, and then he's rolling. Well, that's two. I'm like, what do you mean? And they hear funny. All they, they had little small sunny delights. And this coming from, I'm looking at the boys. They're saying, well, when you take your shot, you take a man. I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't a man before. They showed it to me. <laughs> And imagine everybody out there, you can imagine in the village, you just grab that sucker, hold that up in the air, and once you see that, that bloop, it could be like a triple <laughs> shot, but it's one bubble. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> feeling that bird go down. And then here, imagine, insult to injury, the friends are saying, don't waste the sunny delight. Imagine, it's a small sunny delight. If you take a couple burps of that, of that big shot to the vodka, and a little, just a little <laughs> sip, and I'm like, oh my God. And then here he goes, so another round. I'm thinking, oh, no, please, no, don't, no more. <laughs> but you're a low man. I'm like, damn. Line me up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, there were plenty of plenty of drinking games that we had. Ooh. I think the biggest drink I had to take was like seven bubbles. Oh, Ooh, man, that geez. was brutal. And it was, was right gut whiskey. It was, oh, it was like R&R. Oh, R. That's exactly how I feel nowadays. Oh, my God. You <laughs> say that, I can still feel it slowly going down. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is, memories. You know, yeah, natives, you say, you say just one drink, man. You're like, ah, ooh, oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> how many bubbles is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're more men than me. <laughs> yeah. That's that... you, you can tell the older folks. I mean, the uncles, they chase it with water. And they hear they were, you can tell, man, you were a story keeper in the, the, the days of old, weren't you? What do you mean? In the beginning, many moons ago, I took four bubbles. And I'm like, God, dude. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I just get past that one. It's like, <laughs> man, I can't drink anything like that anymore. No. That was just brutal. No, my, mine's more social, sociable and stuff like that. You know, kind of laid back, but wow, yeah. I, I just think back because, you know, i got uh, cousins when you're from a village you know, that go on and like, we're from Sitka, so um, it was um, Howard, so Nathan Howard, his, his mom and dad's buddy and Sandy, and um, so he's a mixologist. We're at the house, I'm thinking nothing of it. It's Halloween, we're playing, dude, the kids did their thing, they're out now, and they've been um, babysitter. 
But he's like, we're going to play King's Cup. I'm like, what the hell's a King's Cup? Well, you get to play with cards, but oh, well, you ace this, whatever, seven to the left. I'm like, seven. Yeah, you better start getting more beer. I'm like, well, it's a good thing I brought two cases. we got to go to the store. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it, it it's crazy because, it, you know, the, the you get a king. If somebody else gets a king, the weird part is you're in a circle. You got six, seven people, eight people. The person who got the king starts it. And it, it's, it, it doesn't matter what drinks in front of you you're drinking. The person that goes in a circle, I'm, I'm next, so on, so forth. I can't stop until he stops. So you're popping. You're, you got the beers lined up. You're, you're trying to breathe. It's, it's cold beer. And he's slowly, I'm like. <laughs> and you're looking yeah. left, looking left. And the next thing you know, because, I mean, the bummer part is if you break it, boom. Oh, well, you better take four more shots. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about ridiculously fun game. But I'm like, Wow. Next day, it's going to hurt. <laughs> oh, it hurt for days. <laughs> I can still feel the spirits talking to me. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> you dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> right? Wow. Now, were there any other drinking games you guys get to play? Oh, well, um, well the, oh, yeah. So the, the one part that threw me for a loop was the adult version of um, There's Yahtzee. But then they had like this cool, do you imagine they were playing, um, no, I th I got there and I was already two sheets to the wind. It was blowing the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there chilling, trying to relax and I felt bad because I got invited. We're invited over to an old friend I used to box, Daryl Giroux, and we're in there just chilling. But <clears throat> So they had like an adult Jenga. I'm sitting there not thinking nothing of it and I'm like, oh, steady, <laughs> come on. But it's weird because you'll take it out, but whatever you pull, it either says you do or pass it a person. Oh, I'm like, man. well, okay, you do. Yeah, bam. Oh, and, and I had to go over it in the rules and they were, you pulled a good one. It's a rented. So who are you going to pass it to? Um, that are you then? And they're like, gosh, darn it. And it's like, why? Well, it says I got to take four shots. I'm like, oh, wow. Just off of one. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Some of them don't. Some have are like bare. But in others, it's like, oh, well, you pass or you can split up, you know, like amount. You can uh, do four and five, five and two, whatever, or all of them. I'm like, ooh, geez. Yeah, there was one drinking <laughs> game that I'll never forget. And I don't even remember finishing the game. Wow. Or if we did. <laughs> this was... Uh, yeah, long, long time ago. I don't even remember what year. My cousin Skyler came mm -hmm. over to the house. And he brought this big bottle of tequila. Jose Cuervo. Oh, my gosh. So we were taking shots of Cuervo, which I like tequila. Or used to. But, you know, he got this wild hair up his butt and decided, hey, let's play uh, beer pong. I was like, already half shot of the Yeah, oh, fuck wow. yeah, let's do this. So... We get the uh, cups all lined up. He starts pouring tequila in there. I'm like, I thought we are playing beer pong. It's like, it's going to be tequila pong this time. Oh, tequila. Oh, gee. Holy cow. And when they say one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor, they ain't kidding, man. Oh, yeah. So we got through, I think, the first round. And then we we all kind of staggered off and <laughs> went to go play Mario Kart. And I, oh, I don't remember much after that. 
Right? <laughs> Am I winning? You're not even plugged in, bro. <laughs> we're, not, we're all just watching the video. <laughs> you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I think you're right. I don't think it was plugged in. <laughs> so we had some crazy times. Well, well, when I did, uh, before I even started here, yeah. So it it it, it seemed like a ritual. It, I mean, I did, you know, they were. It seemed like a frat house, but they had a uh, for the zip line in Huda. You imagine uh, being at the bunkhouse. It was different because the, you're being the senior guy, and it, it's hard watching. I mean, people are people. We're young. We worked our butts off like we are now, but it, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I was getting into. I'm like, the what? Well, just, just go get your favorite beer, go get your favorite drink. Next thing you know, we're playing. I'm like, oh, well, it started off fun, but then like, wow. <laughs> but it would, we'd have, and it's funny because we'd have tournaments and we'd play two and two. Oh, and it's funny because they got all different. They even had rules on the wall. I'm like, what? And they said, yeah, you can even bounce it off a girl's boobs if you want. I'm like, the what? Just, I'm like, I'm, does it look like I play basketball? we like, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know no, that one, but I'm gonna try it. <laughs> right? Oh man! But that was good times because, I mean, they had like uh, several. That's the only time that they got everybody. So I was working the zip. I was the top tower. Then they moved me down to being a bottom tower chief. But um, you had bear guides, whale watching crews. You had uh, people at the gift shop. People doing like the barista, and it was neat because it was like, wow, wait, hold on. Yeah, not going to be like a buzzkill, but wow, this is actually pretty cool. And we're there. We weren't supposed to, but we kept it at like that minimum. And some of the times I didn't even remember waking up on like the couch in the foyer <laughs> when I should have been in my room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, man. Wow. <laughs> then there's times like, this ain't my hut. No, it's my hut. I had to sleep in your hut. It's like, shit. <laughs> they all look alike. They're <laughs> wow. So... You've recently lost a lot of weight. You care to touch on that? Oh yeah, just eat fried bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, what have you done? What have you done to lose the weight? Oh, and this is a weird thing. So, um, long story short, we you know we had our thing where we're tested for like uh, lead and stuff, and it, you know I was almost four hundred pounds. People, and imagine I mean just going in there, and I wouldn't think of it. I because I'm always looking at myself as being a big guy. And when the person said, um, I was weighed 345, so I'm like, wow. One of our mates that we work with, he's been on a diet program, and it's what we call Optavia. And I was like hesitant at first, like, shit, you want it? Yeah, right. So I, I did, literally. So in, it is like eight and a half months, or not months, so eight and a half weeks. I'm like going, pushing to every Wednesday, I weigh in. So this almost, like by next week will be my ninth. <clears throat> I went literally when I started, and it's good because I took before and after pictures, and I feel so much better, but I went literally from 342.8 when I started, and as of this morning, I didn't want to, but I do, you know, after using the restroom, I'm like, curiosity, because you're like, well, you haven't in a while, how you felt, but I weighed 289 as of this morning, and it's like, you go, you, like, myself, like I say, when you're a big guy, you don't notice, I mean, you're... You're always wearing the big clothes. You're doing the thing. You're expected to lift the big, huge weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I go from where I wasn't, I looked at it finally in the beginning and end. I'm like, wow, it's just mind-blowing because 
I was wearing size 4X shirts. Now I'm like wearing three, and it, I mean, it's it's a little baggy. It feels good. But now, just as I was coming over here, I'm thinking, oh, no, I may have to get like another smaller pant size because honestly, I don't know what like the size waist and stuff are. We're supposed to do measurements, but I only did that the one time. I literally went from like wearing size 56s or 52 waist pants now comfortably to then a 44. That so 44, awesome, 30. Yeah, congratulations. It feels good. Oh, man. It is an overwhelming popsicle. I can only hear the wife, get home right now. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I, I'll get there when I get there. No, I'm, either you come here or I'm going there. <laughs> but it, it does feel good. It, it, you know, the first week that I was on it, it was, I ain't going to lie because it was hard. You go from, like I was saying earlier, your snacks. So, like, I'm just, like, in a weekend, natural, I'm out there. And I wouldn't think of it, but it's a small bag of like my favorite then was uh, Cheetos, the jalapenos, mm -hmm. and one sitting. I'm just sitting and watching TV, a piece of beef jerky, and a nos. I'm like, bam! Oh well, that that was my I'm spent. To where, actually, from no mathematician, but when I was actually mapping it out, because I'm like, wow, so I'm going from where, if anything, the calories could be 3,500 in a day, you know, to, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. what have you. I'm putting up there for, you know, big guys, because, you know, steak dinners, you don't oh, really yeah. count that out. I don't or, imagine counting. we got to have something like fried chicken. Right, or something. And then well, here I'm going... That's my weakness is fried chicken. Oh, my gosh, right? <laughs> but then you map it out, in the first part, they give fuelings and stuff, and there's five during a day. They figure in a, half an hour to an hour when you wake up, and it's every two, three hours. Well, I'm going for it all. I'm giving it my gusto. So I said, well, every three hours. And then uh, we do a leaning green. So I was taught, you know, on like uh, different different plates. So one of my favorites is um, I use the ground turkey meat, but it's a 99 to 1 lean. And so I'll mix that with uh, the taco seasoning. But in our booklet that we get, so I'm able to weigh out six ounces. And uh, you wouldn't figure, wow, well, why can't I get more food? But then you look at the salad and stuff that you're making out, you're like, wow, well, you, after you get it all said and done, you put it on a plate, I'm like, wow. I had to sit back and laugh. And Dave's like, you okay? I'm like, this is a $25 dinner. And he's like, what? No, I mean, when you go to a restaurant, you mm -hmm. would imagine, and then all it is is like most of my salads, when I do the lean and green, it'll be like, and he said you can stuff in one cup. You can really push down on it with a mixture of like the baby greens, the spinach and stuff. Yep. I'll put that on a plate and it, bam, it's just out. And then you do a half a cup of two others. What I do is like the small peppers, you know, the red, the yellow and stuff. And then I, oh, my favorite is the cucumbers. So I'll do like a half a cup of that. And then literally, it, what it is is a balsamic, balsamic vinaigrette light, but only it, it says really two tablespoons. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, God, no, you got to need more. But after looking at it, I'm like, wow, well, because that wasn't written that way. I'm like, no, oh, nor was put I. that sucker on there, man. <laughs> and then and now I feel bad because I mean, you, you look at it, even like the restaurants, or even if you're at home. What you don't use, you're definitely leaving a lot on that plate. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you get that two um, two tablespoons and, but you know, you just a little light uh, dishes and boom, that's it. But it, it definitely feels good. I mean, I, I just, 
It, it was a choice that I made for myself, and that was a little after the wife left here. So yeah. she came down, she visited. She stayed to, here with us. And, and I was like, um, I didn't tell her what I was thinking of because she knew. And in her eyes, well, she, well, you know, there's a lot of like shallow people, what have you. And I've been both big and small. Mm -hmm. And my lightest six years ago when I was active, the light, I was like, 210 pounds and that's what it, to me still I'm being a big guy and you know going from this now the 342 and down to like 289 I'm like wow well I mean it does feel good more energetic but you just still whenever I look at myself it's still feeling like a big guy yeah see I was born the same way I've always been a big guy always gonna be a big guy right but yeah I work at it like you we can definitely drop some weight too. Oh man! I mean, it definitely once it's gone, it definitely feels good. That's a and hell of a it, transformation it, for you, man. I'm really proud of you. Oh, That's thanks. awesome. It feels really good, and unbeknownst to me, there's a lot of them doing it. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so there's a, a lady that works here at, at AMHS, but she she helps us tie up the ship, and she's in the the shore side, mm -hmm. but. Okay, so they had they were able to get my mail here, and they shipped a box for my stuff. And she goes, huh, Optavia? I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of... She went over to her desk, pulled the thing out, and she goes, my three feelings. I'm like, what? Wow, so you're doing it? And she said, well, you, you do it, yeah. It was hard at first. You lose a lot. But then she said, well, honestly, you she's retrying to get back on it because once you're off it, you don't realize. You know, you go back to old ways or whatever. So even if they're and they're it, they're healthy. It, so what you're saying is it can come back. A little. Not not as much as like, you know, like uh, like I was. Wow. I don't know if you guys can get visual. What I want you to do at home is close your eyes and imagine a miniature state puff marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was literally me. The sound I was making when anybody said movie theater popcorn. Oh. <laughs> You say pizza, same thing. Oh, it got louder though. Oh. <laughs> that uh, was that was my kryptonite. You, you see, is it because Bullwinkle's pizza or Godfather's pizza or any pizza, even pizza here in Ketchikan? I'm like, oh my god, my favorite's the the meat lovers, and then I guess from Rodfather or Godfather's, whatever that is down here. There was another one they said BLT, so I'm like, oh my god, yeah. and that was actually good because they used the chicken white meat but in here they had ranch i'm like wow yeah so godfathers too they got a really good pizza that's a taco pizza see oh that's one of my favorites too that one oh my god pretty phenomenal wow <laughs> that's one of my weaknesses too is pizza i love right. burgers i love pizza i love fried chicken yeah. those are three of the big no-nos for us big guys when i must say from that cape fox thing i know they bought it but you know before when the life where when the wife was here we actually was able to check out like the burger place, the 108. Yeah, that place That's is a awesome. must go to because yep. I mean, we didn't really have the burgers per se because I mean when they, they were big, but we, we we had the cheese curds, we had uh, several other numerous, but there was just enough for us and it was pretty neat because the ambiance being in there, just relaxing, just enjoying, and then we went on a merry way, and then we re we went up and we were here chilling. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it was a good visit. So it's really nice to see that uh, people are getting back out there again, you know, after this COVID spike. Uh, things are beginning to open up again. Oh, thank God. The restaurants are beginning to open their doors again. That's good. Uh, I see Cape Fox has all the restaurants open again. Oh, amen. So everybody who was uh, 
COVID positive. They've come through it now. Oh, yeah, that's good. Well, what did happen from our partake on it, because it, it was, I mean, when the wife was here, we did do it. So I, I wanted to, like, treat her, you know, when she was here, because she hasn't been here. And I'm still learning myself, but, like, our, our first place, Cape Fox. And I was like, well, we'll go up there for lunch. And then and towards dinner time, I was like, well, I got off. was a little tired, but then we went down to the 108. I'm yep. like, oh, my God, all these different places. And I didn't know Cape Fox owned it, so I'm like, but I mean, it's definitely up there on the list. I mean, there, I know there's a few good places to go that I still have yet to check out. Like even now, there's a barbecue place over there at Walmart. Now I just tried that one today. Oh my gosh, that place—they've got a really, really good brisket. Ooh, man, their food there is pretty phenomenal. I gotta say, it sounds so good. My rum, my stomach's rumbling. If you could <laughs> hear it, that wasn't the sound of the native drums. <laughs> that was the sound of Sheikli. <laughs> yep. Rumble. I, I almost brought the hoo-ha to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think we're getting a little short on time here. But. Oh, yeah. Well, you know native time. I couldn't believe it later when we were talking the subject about the payoff parties. Native time is funny because they, they actually have a clock. It wouldn't imagine where the numbers are. As you imagine, people, you look at 1 o'clock, you see that. The next number says 8. I'm like, well, where's the 2? You look as over where the 9 is. I'm like, oh, my God, this <laughs> this clock makes no sense. It's native time. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we'll start when we start. And how do you, you can't argue with an elder. You're like, Yes, sir. And then here, just when you thought it'd be okay, you're ready to go use the bathroom. We're starting. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, how do we had all day just to start? You say nine o'clock and we don't start till noon. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, good times though. That's when you. That's when you know you're on Indian time. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank God. Because <laughs> well, once you're in there, you know you'll be there all week. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. You're like, oh my God, I've been here all night. Uh, what time is it? Two. What? We've only been here two hours? Ah. <laughs> Fun times, but it's like, wow, time sure goes by super slowly. Unless you're doing a podcast, then time seems to fly. Which... Yeah, which is sad, though. I tried telling Father Time to slow down. <laughs> God, I'm talking here. Jeez, just because it takes Sean a long time to get over the point. I talk a lot, but I'm looking at the time now, and it's like <laughs> I feel like we're at celebration. You know, we're up there, and <laughs> I can just see the dancers. Well, it says we still got only two minutes. So what? We'll use all of it. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the uh, elders, you know. Yeah. How come you act that way? <laughs> it's because the grandfathers taught me. Oh, well, carry on. <laughs> Just don't tell Auntie. <laughs> oh. Well, Sean, it's been great having you on again. Oh, yeah. Well, it's great to be back. I'm, I'm looking forward to come back more. I mean, I, I don't honestly, I know I've been away from home since mid-July. This is going on like December. I'm definitely... I told him like to be home for Christmas, New Year's, but definitely coming back January. But weekends, man, I definitely yeah look forward to come back over and talking more because yeah, I mean the, the subjects, whatever. I mean, even if it's animated cartoons, which I'm really, I mean, even movies. I mean, we're talking like I'm an '80s kid, so you imagine being like um, 
Long story short, uh, anywhere from Jim Henson movies, some of them, like Dark Crystal, that tripped me out. Hey, one that's coming up, uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Ooh, oh my gosh, wow. That's a classic. I oh, love that geez. one. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, once again, thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Wow. And I want to give a huge shout-out to all of my friends and loyal listeners, everyone from Metlakatla, Ketchikan, Wrangell, Petersburg, on up to Juneau, Gustavus, Anchorage, Kenai, all the way down to Arizona and Washington. You know who you are. Thanks for listening. This is Horror After Hours, signing off. Hello, this is the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Keep listening to Horror After Hours with the Naughty Guy. As my friends and I, we discuss some of our favorite movies and some of our favorite novels. Bear Crossing, Bed and Breakfast. We have a beautiful view which overlooks downtown Ketchikan. You can find us on the Airbnb app or on Facebook. You can contact us through either of these apps for any information. Skyler's Table offers cafeteria-style dining, fresh soups and salads, and paninis. And all of his meats are roasted fresh daily. If you're looking for great food, great prices, and even better company, come to Skyler's Table. A place for visit for visitors. Uh, podcast Swatting Flies Telling Lies. If you like a fun, crazy podcast with loads of information that you didn't know you need, give this one a listen. Bruce's show is always a lot of fun. You never know what he's going to say next, and I'm always tuning in to find out. Next, I got Lazy Mountain Brewing Company, located in Palmer, Alaska, owned by Neil and Sarah Gotchel. They're providing quality craft beers with crisp, clean flavor. Look for Crazy, or I'm sorry, look for Lazy Mountain Brewing Company on Facebook. You will also find their beers all around the Anchorage area. They're just good, honest beers. That's again, Lazy Mountain Brewing Company. Also look for my friend Danny's podcast. That's Hinterlands Media where he discusses current topics and conspiracies. And also look for his new podcast called Hinterland Storytime. This should be a lot of fun. This is where he discusses his favorite fantasy, sci-fi novels, movies, and games. This really should be a lot of fun. Danny's a lot of fun, so give both his shows a listen. I know I will. And finally, The Naughty Guy. I finally have a Facebook page. Check it out. Give me a like and a follow to see all of my latest network. You can find my network in a few of the local stores around Ketchikan. You look for Maiden Voyage, Scanlon Gallery, and also the, the Alaska Outpost. Tell them the naughty guy sent you. Thanks a lot, folks. Keep listening.